Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Week in Crime and Policing with Mayo and Meso. My name is Mark DeMayo. This is my partner, Angel Masonette. We are both retired NYPD detectives, and we're here to cover the week, uh, the stories, uh, crime stories that made headline news this week. But before we always do, we'd like to check in and see how each other's doing because uh, I haven't seen you in a week. So how are you, Angel? I'm good, buddy. I'm, I'm admiring my handsome face on my new high-definition webcam that I got. I'm just checking myself out. I'm feeling myself, as they say, as these young folks say. Now I'm just checking my stuff out. You know, I was I was connecting it uh, at the last at the eleventh hour before we got on. But uh, it's good to see you, buddy. It's good to see you too, man. You look good. Uh, it's clear as day. Uh, you got some great equipment there that you're working with now, and you got a new mic too, right? Yeah, yeah. All brand new a, stuff. I got all brand new stuff. I'm trying to get high tech like you. You know, I'm tired of you uh, leaving me in the dust. Well, you know, it's funny because you got all that brand new equipment, and uh, I've been teasing our audience for a couple of weeks now uh, with an announcement that I said I wanted to make. And um, this week I actually teased you again with the flyer. I don't know if anybody caught wind of uh, what town that was, what city that was that I had, uh, I had posted on the flyer. Uh, let's see. We'll go through the chat and then I'll come back to this. Uh, let's say hello to the people in the chat and see if anybody noticed uh, the hint that I gave you on the flyer this week. So uh, you want to go through the chat, and then by the time you get to the bottom of the, the people saying yes, hello, yes, then we'll, yes. we'll see. First and foremost, we have Raquel Apronzo. Hello, 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 darling. Thank you for joining, as usual. Louisa, Little Mermaid, we love you, sweetheart. Thanks for coming on. Uh, let's see. I want heart to touch. Hello, I want heart to touch. Rana <laughs> J. <laughs> Peter Pranzo, what's up, LT? You and your beautiful wife. Thank you for joining us. Milwaukee civilian, the rabble rouser. He's in the house. We love you, Milwaukee. Ruth Ann Griffin. Hello. Thanks for joining us. Scott Wagner, detective, Spanish Harlem. The real police on the air. Uh, what's up? Pick it up. Pick it up, Mark. Pick it up. Well, Milwaukee civilian says, hello, Angel and Mark. Please be gentle tonight after spending time with my mother-in-law. I need to be comforted <laughs> with stories of violence and mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. We'll do our best. <laughs> we got a few tonight. It's not that crazy of a week, to be honest with you. Like, uh, there's there's some horrible George. stuff that happens, that happened, and we'll cover it. But uh, is Barbara is Barbara George? Is that a new? Uh, I think she's is that a new name? Barbara George, Mary Goldstein. Hi, Barbara Mary. George. Hi, Mary Goldstein. Uh, Louis. Hello, 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 hello. Uh, Susie Rivera. Que pasa, Susie? What's up? Pamela Goodson. Hi, Ruth Ann Griffin and Rana J. Each so, Lil, uh, Lil, Lil Shy 721. I'm guessing you're from Chicago, Lil Shy. But we'll see. Susie Rivera says hello to everyone. Julia, Julia Rosa. She says Toronto, Canada. Mark and Angel chat. M-O-D-S. Okay. Beautiful. Trudy Astrology. Pauline Buckles. Wow, we got yeah, a nice full house today. Yeah, this is pretty cool. That'd I want my Puerto Rico shirt for everybody. Boricua, Patricia Burns. Hiya from Liverpool, UK. From across the pond. What's up? So nobody even uh, commented on what they thought the hint for the flyer was. I don't think it was a, an official question. I think you want to ask. All right. I'm going to ask it officially. Where does everybody, what does everybody think is going on based on the flyer that Mark put out? 
advertising the show today? What do we Lacey, think? What do we think? What are we thinking? Lacey Fontenot, first timer. Fontenot, please. The T is silent. Mary Goldstein says Gotham. <laughs> yeah, that's New York City now. Uh, new sub. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. It's my first time on. Maybe hello, I, hello, maybe hello. I need to get Mark's going to L.A. That's what a Milwaukee civilian says. Mm, nope. Come on, Milwaukee. No, it's close. Like hey, listen, he's one close. of the sharpest he's, guys. He said, uh, look at that, Ruth Ann Griffin, first one there to LA. Congratulations. <laughs> Mark so, is leaving me. <laughs> I've been t I've been uh, teasing you guys, uh, or you know, telling you I had a big announcement, and um, so here it goes. I am going to be moving to Las Vegas for good um, at the end of January, and I'll be doing the show from there. I was offered a, a really good opportunity that I can't turn down. Congratulations. And, um, you know, there's nothing that I can't do over there that I was doing over here. Um, I'm, I could still do my comedy over there. Uh, you're going to do, is it, is it true that there's uh, rumors that you're going to be doing a, uh, Engelbert Humperdinck, um, review? Like you're going to be doing Link Engelbert Humperdinck songs. Is that true? I would love to do that. <laughs> Or be a stand-in for Wayne Newton. But, <laughs> you have um, the hair. You have the hair for it, definitely. You get the J-Lo, too. I grew up in a, an interesting place, the story of Queens. And it's so it's interesting because of how many successful people came out of that one small area during my age group. Uh, Ditto Montiel, who I wouldn't say was a friend of mine, but he lived around the corner. We played him in sports all the time. Um, he went on to be a, a, a Hollywood director. Um, Sandy Ketranakis is a Hollywood producer. Mm. Um, you know, Paul Vallone was a, was a councilman. Frank Style. Paul Vallone, is, yeah. Uh, Frank Style is one of the best plastic surgeons in the world. Ooh, he now lives in a, Vegas. I need, um, I, need a, I need a tummy tuck. You know, we're just talking about uh, there's so many people have, have just um, done so many, so many things out of this one little area, you know? Yeah. So, um, one of my friends that wound up leaving and I think his parents sent him away because uh, they wanted to get him away from me when we were kids. <laughs> I had a friend, hold on. It's his birthday. It was his birthday yesterday. Yeah. Just to that point, my mother used to always tell me his name is Oscar. Stay away from Oscar. He's a bad influence. Uh -huh. That was her, that was her, her, her mantra every day when I would go to school, stay away from Oscar. He's a bad influence. And we've been friends for 43, 44 years. So, uh, Yep. Yeah. 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 You know, I have another friend, Pete, uh, that I grew up with, Barbie, my best friend. Um, and he's in LA. He's a restaurateur, owns like five restaurants. He builds these high end wow. mansions. The last one he he sold was for 18 million. He's what? building homes in Beverly Hills for 18 million. Uh, so That's insane. Wow. These are the people that I grew up with. Everybody's very, very successful except for me. But <laughs> my, ask you, what my, you? <laughs> my other friend who's, uh, who, they he moved to Vegas as a kid to get away from us. Uh and uh Lord knows you can't keep a New Yorker down, you know. He had a big yeah. mouth, so he got a job in the laborers union and um and I uh, became shop steward because uh, everybody told him, Hey, you should be shop steward, man. You got a big mouth. Yeah, and he, 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 right? he Yeah, he rose all the way up. So uh he rose mm -hmm. all the way up and um basically I'm gonna work with him. 
I'm going to work nice. with him, my childhood friend, and uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. I'm really, really excited. You know, I've been here my whole life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And at this age right now, to to try something do, to new when I could easily settle in on my couch and, and just, you know, I'm, I'm just chasing the same nickel over here. Everybody who has seen me has seen me already. If something comes up that I'm right for, the, I'll get a call. But rather than sitting around and wait, I'm going to go out there and, uh, you know, th that's the way this business is anyway. You got to keep uh, showcasing different areas. Something will happen. Something, you know. So um, that's the move right now. Check, and check that out. I'm sorry. Look at what Julie LaRosa just said. Real quick. My son lives there. He's Floyd Mayweather's bodyguard. Uh -huh. That's crazy. Well, I'm going to be in touch with you, Julia. Um, yeah. I'm, like I said, I'm going to still do my comedy over there. And um, so, yeah, so that that's 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 my big announcement right there. And um, like I said, I'm still going to be we're, we're still going to be doing the show. You're going to have a, a place to stay, uh, you and your wife, when you come down to Vegas and hang I out with us. I told you already, get a king size bed. Uh, uh, yeah, right? well, yeah. I want a king size bed, and don't blow up mattress either. I want a king size bed, and I want my own bathroom. I'm just Gina. making my demands right now. No, yeah, you're gonna have your own bathroom. Relax, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting like uh, it's a it's funny where you can get for me for your money out there. Oh my goodness, yeah, absolutely. Like for uh, you know. Less than twenty five hundred, you could get a two bedroom, two bath in a gated community with a balcony, uh, access to three pools, uh, uh, jacuzzi, uh, sa uh, saunas, uh, gym, movie room, you name it. Like these are yeah. communities. So, yeah, man, I'm freaking excited. Um, That's awesome. Congratulations, man. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for both of you. I'm uh, I'm happy for you, man. You deserve it. You're you're a good dude, man. I saw somebody else posted something about their friend. Uh, uh, well, we got the bodyguard, and there was somebody else, a bear. They had a friend over there, polar bear or something. That <laughs> I see. I saw something about a squirrel sandwich. What the hell is that? Uh, oh, sugar bear. Gina G, as a friend, sugar bear. If if he if he gives any you any gambling <laughs> tips, just say no. Sugar yeah, bear. <laughs> you know that's the it's the interesting thing is I'm not a gambler. You know, everybody keeps asking me about the gambling, and I, I don't gamble really. I've never know. been to Vegas ever. Oh well, you're gonna come. Uh, I'm gonna figure it out, and then uh, you come on the good, yeah. good weekend. And uh, all right, so enough of that. Um, we got together. What we did? Why don't we got some stories this week? Um, Hold on, real quick. Right. So Peter Pranzo brought it up, so I just want to talk about it. So my son, he says, Angel, congrats on your son for delivering a baby in, in uh, Suffolk County. Oh, that was you? With Suffolk County PD. Yeah. Your boy's picture and stories all over News 12. Yeah. So my son, my oldest, um, he's got a little over a year. On, he'll have two years on the job in April. Him and uh, three of his colleagues delivered a baby boy on Saturday. So baby Owen. Uh -huh. So, uh, yeah. So he was on the news today. Um and I told him, I said, he was like, oh, my God, it was so nerve-wracking. And I said, well, next time you see me on Fox News, don't make fun of me because it's hard to talk when you're on camera. Uh -huh. So um, he did a lot better than me because he's got a face for TV. I got a face for radio. He's a handsome uh -huh. lad. So I'm very proud of him. Me and my wife are very proud of him. So Jaden Rodriguez, my my boy, my big boy, uh, proud of you, kid. Did a good job. Congratulations, man. Thank you. That's like um, one of the things that you always want to do when you're on the job is uh, is deliver a baby. You know? Yep. Yep. I got, so uh, I, del I delivered two. 
I was able to deliver to. One of them unfortunately passed away, but the other one, she's about 28, 27, 28 now. So <laughs> I don't know why this story came to me, but I'll tell you this story. This is a pretty funny story. So we get a war uh we get a call that uh somebody's giving a tip that somebody who copped a plea and has been on the run for over a year, they copped a plea to three years. Mm-hmm. It was a drug charge. Uh, mm-hmm. some some cocaine, uh, several keys. They copped a plea for three years. They're going to be visiting somebody at the hospital. Mm. And um, so we get a call from downtown to see if we can get catch up with this guy, bring him in. So we run him. We see that he has a co-defendant on this drug charge. It was a female. So we go up to the hospital. And uh, we start putting two and two together that maybe um, this guy that is wanted on this drug charge and the co-defendant who copped the same exact plea as him for three years, um, maybe, maybe because they were, he was visiting the, uh, what is it, the birthing unit, what do they call it? Uh, maternity ward. Ma- maternity ward. He was visiting there. That's where we should go. That was the tip that we got. So um, we ran we ran the co-defendant. Co- and it turns out that that was his girl, and sure enough, she just had a baby. And he went, he went to the, he went to the hospital to visit her there. So we all go up there, and now I'm like, we had to get down to the whole, uh, to the room. We're we're on the floor. We're looking down the hallway. We see the room, but it's like you know, like 15, 20 feet away from us. Like, how are we going to know if he's in the room? So I grabbed right. somebody. I, I said to this person that was vi- visiting somebody else in the hospital there, I said, hey, my man, let me, could I borrow your balloons for a second? <laughs> he was like, what? I said, let me, <laughs> let me like borrow Bonnie your balloons. Like Jones. <laughs> yeah, so I took the balloons. I took off my, uh, my uh, what's that, the ray, be- the ray jacket that we wear? Yeah, and yeah, I just yeah. walked down there and I'm looking around like with a big smile on my face in every room to see if <laughs> with the balloons. And I, then I get past the room and I go like this to my friend. To the guys that work with, he's in there. He's in there. So they start walking down the hallway. He made me somehow. He made me with the balloons. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> he came running out of the room, and then he looks down the hall. He sees like the other three or four guys that I was with coming towards him. So he darts in this other room oh, no. where there's people there, sick people, oh, yeah, yeah, and he yeah. goes in their bathroom and he locks the door. Oh no! <laughs> so now we gotta go knock on the door. We're like, hey, listen, bro, we can. We could. We're gonna be here forever. There's nowhere right. to go. There's no. Yeah. There's no window in that bathroom. So finally, he came to He's his senses. Flush himself like El Chapo. Yeah. Finally, he came to his senses. He <laughs> opens the door. We cuff him, and we take him. But we, you know, but but before we do, a couple of us go back in the room and we ID the lady in the bed that just had the baby. And it turns out that was the same one that also uh, failed to return to court on this drug charge nice they, they already copped the plea so, so then we one. we call the judge and we asked him and uh like what should we do you know she just had a baby a c-section he goes we have doctors here so we had to get her out of bed and cuff her and bring her back to court too <laughs> and she had just given birth just i'm talking about it was like a two day it was like a day oh, and, and that's a half, bad like, c-section too like they, they need but like that was the ju- what the judge says we have doctors here hmm. that was that was he that's was telling it. us bring her back we got doctors we here. so bring her over 
So that is a crazy story <laughs> that actually, you know, because these stories, they come to you, you know, whatever yeah. you brought up. I, that's what I thought of. Yeah, 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 yeah. All yeah. right. So um, what do you think? Yeah. Ouch. So, wait. so I got a, so I got a picture of the boy and his partners. I'm going to put it up to the camera. You probably won't be able to see it that well, but. No, we can't see, see it at all. I, you should have told me. You should have sent it to me. There, oh, it, there is. it goes. It's getting better. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's um at, looking at your screen second from the left. So anyway, that's him, him and his boys. So very proud. That is a wonderful thing, man. Yeah, I man. Was, I I always wanted to do it, and I didn't. I actually only took a mother away from her child. Mm. <laughs> That's what I did. Yeah, I delivered. I delivered two. One of them was a, a crack baby, and unfortunately, uh, I guess yeah, I think I told the story. She was born very premature on a bench on 179th Street and Southern Boulevard. She had one arm. The other shoulder had a couple of fingers sticking out. She wasn't fully developed, and I, I they took her to the ER. The mother was – she gave birth. She didn't even know she gave birth to her. And I watched them crack her little chest and massage her little heart to try to save her. All right, and man. I, Way yeah. to bring the show down. It was bad. It was bad. Sorry. <laughs> Way to bring, sorry. bring the show down. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> on, a, on a happier note, let's talk sorry. about a killing of a family of three. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, geez, sorry, sorry. what a sad story. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I listen. It breaks my heart, man. We, I always swore that I would live in a bubble when I get off the job. I didn't want to hear any more of these horrible stories. And here we I are know. talking about them. And I this know. is a very, this is a bad story. Okay, uh, California, a California family murdered by Virginia man who catfished teen girl. Austin Edwards of Virginia catfished uh -oh. teen girl. Um, this is the the family right here. Who's your uh, mark? Oh, there you go. You're back. 69-year-old Mark Winnick, 65-year-old Shady Winnick, uh, Sherry Winnick, and 38-year-old Brooke Winnick found dead inside the home. This guy right here, Austin Lee Edwards, 28 years old, he's accused of killing him. He killed him. Then he uh, set it on fire. Oh, and then he took horrible. off um, with the girl. Let's just, I have a video of it. It basically breaks down uh, the story for us. It's uh it's a really really sad story. This is about catfishing. This is about paying attention to um or trying desperately to pay attention to what your kids are doing online. You don't know. It's almost impossible to know. Riverside where a family was murdered and police say it began with online catfishing from across the country. A man pretending to be someone else with the intent of sexually exploiting a teenage girl and it turns out the murderer was a cop. That new information in that triple murder case is horrifying. The killer dead after a wild shootout with deputies in a Mojave Desert ghost town. I'm Jory Rand. I'm Michelle Fisher. This is Eyewitness News at 11. We can tell you the teenage girl who was with the killer is safe tonight. Eyewitness News reporter Amy Powell live as we get a clear picture of how this unthinkable crime all unfolded. Amy. Michelle and Jory, it's very disturbing. Police say this triple homicide was committed by a predator who developed an online relationship with a teenage girl, then traveled across the country to California, killing her mother and grandparents. Chilling new details about the murders of Mark Winnick and Sherry Winnick, both in their 60s, and their 38-year-old daughter, Brooke, 
the bodies found Friday morning after a fire broke out in their Riverside home. Around the same time, police officers were dispatched to do a welfare check after a girl who appeared distressed was seen getting into a red Kia with a man near the family's home. Detectives have identified that man as 28-year-old Austin Lee Edwards of North Chesterfield, Virginia. We had, you know, a grandmother, grandfather, and a mother of this teen murdered uh, by this suspect who, who travels from across the country uh, for most likely would be the sexual exploitation of this teenager. Police believe Edwards lured Brooke Winnick's teenage daughter into an online relationship. What happened here in terms of the catfishing, as they call it, uh, that common practice of, uh, you know, online deception where you're pretending to be someone else. Detectives say Edwards, who recently worked for the Virginia State Police, traveled from Virginia to Riverside and parked near the Winnick's home. They believe he murdered her family before leaving with the teen. Hours later, his vehicle was spotted in San Bernardino County in the area of Kelso. Investigators say Edwards was killed during a gun battle after firing shots at deputies. The teenager was not injured. This is just a very uh, a tragic example of That's a crazy story, man. Uh, especially when you have teenage daughters or sons for that matter. It's just children. You don't know what they're Savage. doing online. Don't know yeah. what they're doing online, who they're communicating with. The person who has this Instagram thing who's sliding into your DMs might not be the teenage boy that you thought it was. It could be some old creep like this guy. This guy yeah, that's all bad. The way, all the way across country. How old was she? Did they say? I know they kept saying teenager. Did they say how yeah, old? Yeah, I don't think they said. I, I, I didn't get that. I didn't that's, get it. That's sick stuff, man. You know, you know how he started, how he got into the shootout with the cops? Well, he lost control of the car, I think, and then uh, he he ran out of the car and uh, he just shot at the SWAT van. And hit he it was a shooting. Times. He was shooting at the police helicopter first. Oh, really? Yeah, fucking guy was nuts. Yeah, it's bad. Bad. Did you see video of that? Stuff. How did you know? About I did. That? I did not. I heard it. Uh, I read it today while I was on the elliptical, trying not to die, um, as I do every other day, and. Um, I was reading the closed captioning on the TV and they were talking about it. They were shooting up at the helicopter. That's where he first engaged the police. Yeah, he was a former uh, state police in Virginia. And then he got a job working, I don't know, at the San Bernardino. Some sheriff. Yeah. Yeah, job. So he was he was a cop. Uh, he looked a, like a weirdo. Look at his. Yeah, I mean, like, come on, man. It, it's almost like a joke. And then, and then I read, you know, the. What I read was uh, he had a red Kia Soul. And, you know. <laughs> Hyundais and Kias. Anybody who drives Hyundais or Kias, you got to look out for them. I'm, Listen, that's, I'm there, just there are some Kias that are really, really nice. <laughs> but when I see a Kia Soul, to me, it's like the modern that's day. The gerbil. That's the gerbil commercial, right? With the gerbils in the car? Yeah, yeah. It's the, to yeah. me, it's the, it's the modern day uh, conversion van. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing. There's nobody successful or doing really well coming out of a Kia Soul. You know well, what I'm saying? That car pulls listen, up to your house, and, and you're yeah, yeah. They 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 want to take your child out for a, do, uh, a date. No, you can't go. <laughs> so, <laughs> rule number one: anybody anybody that has no lips, you don't trust. That guy put his picture up. He has zero lips. 
Nothing. Yeah, he looks like Zero. Howdy Doody, actually. <laughs> Don't insult Howdy Doody. Look, he's got no lips. Anybody yeah, no lips? Obviously, yeah, man. Don't trust I, that's a, it's, it's such a weird time that we're living in right now where, yeah. you know, we have these trolls. We have these people that are uh, it's so easy to create another identity in catfish. And this poor girl, man, you know, now she, she she's alive, but she lost her whole family. She lost her mother yeah. and her grandparents. No, nah, it's, it's her whole thank family. God she's alive. Yeah. Thank God she's alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But still, this poor girl, man, like, where do you even start? Hopefully, uh, I hope there's people there that are going to help her. I know there will be. People are good like that, you know. They're going to jump in and um we hope so. Yeah. I'm just looking to see if anybody had something to say in the chat. So, KH Walker one ugly catfish. Yeah. He said it was a weird looking <laughs> dude. No lips is a sign of fetal alcohol stop. Is that true? KH Walker no lips is a sign of fetal alcohol syndrome. Oh my goodness! I don't know if that's true. If it is, ouch! Uh, Maybe the alcohol see. takes your lips away. <laughs> he was goofy looking. Jojo says, "Crime and uh, punishment." Says yo, Kia's commercial for the Kia Soul used to be hamsters driving it. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. I said, Jojo, "Yeah, yeah, so I know." <laughs> Listen, I get, I know it was the hamsters, but I'm just saying when you see that car on the road, when you're driving on the highway and you see a Kia Soul. You're not thinking millionaire. There's nothing that comes into your mind that says this person's doing okay. You're like, get away. They probably don't have insurance. That's what I'm All saying. Right. Don't get into I an accident. To, I have a confession. What? I used you to have, drive a Kia Soul. Really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't fit in one. I'm too damn big. All right. So, um, all right. So, that that's... That story is it's pretty it's really really sad. You brought up uh, you shared with me an interesting story this week. Uh, we usually start off with stories about New York, so inst- oh. we'll, we'll just go to it tonight. New York City convictions plummet, downgraded charges surge under Manhattan DA Bragg. Alvin Bragg is our uh, Manhattan uh, Manhattan DA in here in New York City. Manhattan yep. uh, basically. Uh, even though we have five boroughs in New York City, Manhattan happens to dictate the flow of the rest of the five boroughs, with the exception of Staten Island. Staten Island don't give a f- don't the, they don't care. I didn't curse. <laughs> I, I, I almost said it, but I didn't say it. Um, Staten Island doesn't care. They're always going to be Republican. But um, they this guy Alvin Bragg. So here's the story with him. Soft on crime, Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg has downgraded more than half his felony cases to misdemeanors. Unacceptable, man. So that means whenever a cop arrests somebody and they charge him with the crime that they committed, uh, before the D- District Attorney's office will even take on the case, which means that you make an arrest, the cops make an arrest. It's an armed robbery. The guy had a gun, he pointed it at somebody. The cop articulates what the witness, the not the witness, what the victim told him happened. He happens to actually catch the perpetrator. And then somehow between me writing on my piece of paper what happened, what the victim told me, and, uh, and I send it to this other place where now that other place, the district attorney's office has to look at it and has to say, okay, you may have charged him with this crime, but 
we're not going to pursue that. We're going to charge him with this crime. Yeah, they so did it gonna, down. This is cool. Yeah, we're going to pretend like the person didn't point a gun at him. <laughs> so yeah, so this is what this guy's job is. It's to, mm. uh, to I'm going to say one curse word this whole show. Shit can, <laughs> shit can cases. That's what he's doing. I cursed once. Since take, the, go ahead. He has declined to prosecute 35%. Thanks for taking it. Go ahead, no, go ahead. 35% more felony cases this year than in 2019 with 1,119 so far. Listen, and this is all, and I say it all the time, it's bamboozlement, right? Because these people are doing this under the guise of social justice. They pretend that the criminal justice system is systemically racist. So now they say we got to help the poor black and brown people and we got to let them go and D down their crimes, even though they're committing serious crimes and we're letting them go because we want to even the scales of justice. It's crazy. And what are they doing? They're releasing the same black and Hispanic criminals back into the same black and Hispanic neighborhoods to terrorize and victimize the same black and Hispanic people. It, it doesn't make any sense. It's bamboozlement. Bamboozlement. Milwaukee civilian put it down. Bamboozlement. <laughs> well, it, it's interesting that, you know, you get a job. Imagine you can get a job and your job basically is as a prosecutor is to prosecute criminals. And you That's decide right. that ah, I'm not going to prosecute criminals. What? OK, so tell me what else. What are you doing with the rest of your day? Now that you're eating. not handed, Appar what are you doing? Eating. Like what, do you, what what does your day consist of other than not prosecuting? Right, right. And and Kathy Hochul could one swing at a gavel, right? She could get him, she could eliminate him, she could take him from his spot. That's it. You're gone. Fire him. She could essentially fire him. She has the power to fire him. And she won't do it. She won't do it. So it's nothing's gonna change. It's gonna continue. It's only gonna get worse. That's probably why um Mary Goldstein, I think, said in the chat that's that's the real reason that. Mark's leaving New York because of Alvin Bragg. Nah, I listen. I, I when I voted, <laughs> when I voted, I actually voted with the best interests of New York. Even though I, I kind of sort of, you know, had an idea that um that this was going to happen. Uh, I still wanted. I, I voted for um, what was the guy's name? I, I Lee Zeldin. Lee Zeldin. No, it's so quick how things happen. But yeah, I voted for him because he said he was going to fire Alvin Bragg immediately. And I'm just, listen, even though I'm leaving, my kids are still here. So you crossed party lines and you voted for Lee Zeldin? I didn't cross party lines. What are you talking about? He was a Republican. I thought you were, I thought you were a Democrat. Nah, man. Well, you're Hispanic. You're supposed to be Democrat. Nah, man. I haven't been. Uh... <laughs> did I ever tell you about my dad? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> my, yeah, he, my dad was a communist, a socialist. Get away from that. An atheist. Get away from and all that. And on the man. unemployment list for most of his adult life. <laughs> when I saw what this guy what that does, you could you could have a big mouth all you want. Like if you yeah, two two places you could have it. If you got a lot of money and you don't care about the repercussions, or if you don't have anything. You know what I'm saying? That's when you could say whatever you want, but you can't That's true. say whatever you want, even in a free democracy and society, and expect to still have your job in the morning. Right. That's a big problem. So uh, I always I always talk about that. I'm like, uh, just how bad does this really affect me? Look at the degrees of separation.
We covered it last week. Those two lawyers that got fired. Yeah. Not they, yeah. they they lost their their uh their bar thing. The fire bombers. And, yeah, and they're going to prison. These are people that yeah for fifteen months. What what? Listen, even if it's a day, these are people that wasted their parents' money, wasted six <laughs> to eight years of their lives. Well, listen, Biden Biden's giving away free college tuition, right? You didn't hear about that? Not even yet. The midterms, the midterms no. are over, so now he pulled it back. More no, what he said in, what they, they didn't they didn't give them free tuition. What they did was. They they put the uh, paying it back. Uh, you don't have to pay it back now. You could, you right. still have. You got to wait till January or something. Yeah. My son my son's called caught up in it. I'm ho- like, that's the funny thing is because the way you vote is not really like um, you vote from your heart, not from your brain. Like in my brain, uh, we should vote for get rid of these student loan debt so my son doesn't have to pay back. <laughs> For your own pocket or for yourself, it's 35 pocket. grand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so um, um, let's so hold on a second. I got to make a clarification here. Mary Goldstein said, She said, Brag, tag, gang. Come on, Angel, deliver my jokes better on my behalf. My bad, Mary. I, uh, I apologize. Oh, man, you dropped the- <laughs> <laughs> I dropped the ball. I dropped the ball. <laughs> oh, I want to tell you about something crazy that's going on right now in the world. This is, uh, I, I feel so bad for these people. You know, in China, they still have like a major, major, oh, yeah. major lockdown. They're all going to uh, die. If I'm going to explain to you, uh, well, I'm not going to explain anything to you, but I'm going to just, if you haven't heard, the, I just want to talk to you about the crazy things that are happening in China. Okay, so China, years of lockdown right now. Abuses trigger anti-communist protest nationwide. I'm going to show you a video, and then we'll talk about some some stuff that they don't bring up in the video. In the video, but it's so interesting. So in in China, they're protesting the lockdowns. They're so so severe. They're still in the middle of it, and the people all over the country are fighting China. back. China. All over the country. It's not just Shanghai. The wave of protests sweeping China has reached the streets of Shanghai. In the country's largest city, demonstrators demanding an end to COVID lockdowns and daring to openly call for the resignation of Chinese leader Xi Jinping. Their defiance met with arrests, but it's unclear if police can stop what is now a national outcry. In Xinjiang, authorities in hazmat suits trying to hold their grounds against crowds of demonstrators. The spark for the protest, a deadly apartment fire Friday night that killed 10 people, including three kids. Video mm. social media appearing to show emergency crews slowed down by COVID measures around the high rise. It took three hours to put out the flames. Residents, many of them locked down in Xinjiang for three months, were trapped. Xi Jinping has never faced public anger on this scale in his 10 years in power. China's government had tried tweaking zero COVID rules to help the economy. But with cases now at a record high, they're bearing down once again, crushing hopes of a gradual reopening. In Zhengzhou this week, there were clashes at the Foxconn factory making iPhones. Videos on social media showed crowds of police shoving workers angry about bonus pay and COVID rules at the plant. Foxconn apologized and gave payouts to workers wanting to leave, forcing Apple to warn that iPhone output will take a hit. The future of China's COVID policy now a test of will between the people and the government. 
Now, in the last few minutes, NBC News has received videos from an eyewitness in Shanghai showing protesters are once again gathering at the same spot, once again being met by a heavy police presence. So, Willie, this isn't over yet. That's insane. All right. So what what they're dealing with over there in China is basically what we dealt with here in New York with the one uh, percent Occupy Wall Street. See what happens is the police departments are used to dealing with protesters in a certain way, and prior to uh, Occupy Wall Street, you could have like um, a pro life and a and and a, and a pro abortion rally. And one was on one side of the street, one was on the other. The TV would come. They would take both uh, people shouting. That was a wrap, and everybody would go home. Once Occupy Wall Street happened, people were, like, moving around the city. And, you know, the the police departments had a a really hard – the new NYPD had a hard time figuring out, well, how do we stay ahead of this? And that's what's happening in China right now. China Mm -hmm. is used to one type of protest. These people are protesting, but they're coming back. So in that one location that we saw, we saw a bunch of protesters there and they were there one night. There was a rest made, but then they came back several hours later. They're not stopping. They keep going and uh, they hold their cameras up because over there um, you can't really get the story out on social media the way that you can still here in the yeah, United it's States. All yeah, it's all but censored. with all of them holding their their phones out and video One's gonna go out. No. live something's going to get out and that's what, what mm-hmm. they're relying on so they all walk through the streets uh recording themselves like this and um go ahead say what you want to say and then i'm gonna show you something else one older lady was she had two phones and she was recording them as they took her main phone and they were forcing her to delete things from her phone and she was recording them doing that there was another video i saw earlier today of them actually bolting doors they were like bolting the doors to an apartment complex shut they got to keep fighting a lot of them are going to unfortunately die um uh whether at the hands of the government or starvation or whatever um but they got to keep fighting because it's crazy it's uh, okay i'm gonna let you in on a little secret anarchy. right now go ahead do you know when you go to a restaurant nowadays right mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. they 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 could bring you the menu Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're gonna keep doing that thing with your eyes, <laughs> or they can give you that little what is that barcode, right? Yeah, and it's so cool, isn't it? Isn't the barcode yeah. so cool? Because you can just yeah. look up the menu on your phone, and you yep. don't have to have that menu on you. Guess what else the barcode does? Just Tracks. by the way, while they're getting used to it, no more than that, it stops you. It stops you from getting everywhere in China. That barcode. Oh, really? Watch this. Yes. If Chinese government remotely switches your health passport, why are you yelling? That's your. Dude? I'm sorry, I got excited. <laughs> so you know how during the uh, the pandemic we all got that um, that little thing that it, from your vaccine that you could show people. Well, yeah. they put they attached a barcode to it. Okay, so in China, your barcode as far as your uh, the amount of vaccines that you have. That allows you not only to get access uh, onto the subway, but even into your home, your dwelling, and it cuts you off from your bank account. Listen to this. Watch. If Chinese government remotely switches your health passport to code yellow, so there's a green, there's a red, and there's a 
there's a yellow. You will become homeless because with yellow code on your phone, you can't go back to your apartment. They lock you out. Stop. You can't stay at a hotel. They lock you out because they cut off all your credit. Uh, and you can't take any public transportation. Uh, good luck getting food. And That's horrible. Here, here's what it looks like. That same barcode that we are looking up at restaurants, that's the only use for it that we have for so far, is to look up at restaurants, the menu. If you try to enter a public transport with your yellow QR code, that's what it's called, QR code, immediately an alarm will go off. If your QR code is not green, you are cut off from society with no access to transport, food, or even your residential complex. I'm so, curious. I'm curious. Has LeBron James said anything about this? Because he's he's got a pretty big mouth when it comes to everything else. And I know they make his sneakers, and and uh, the NBA has a big deal with China. Um, have you heard LeBron James say anything about this? Because I haven't. No, but you know, I wanted to get the iPhone 14, and now all of a sudden these kids ain't going to work. So <laughs> I'm already past it. <laughs> I gotta delete stuff. I just want I, I just want a billion megabytes of of stuff so i never have to delete anything <laughs> let me ask you a question <laughs> go ahead why don't they so they, they talk about so much about like all these silicon valley companies right they're so anti-conservative and they're so they want to give everybody opportunities and they want to give free money to everybody at the cost of the consumer um why don't they instead of making 500 billion dollars a year why don't they move the production to all this stuff to the United States and make $250 billion a year and pass the savings or the extra costs. Well, no, they can't pass. Absorb the extra costs and, and create jobs in America. Why do they keep I'll tell you why. outsourcing this work? i tell you why. Because when you go on the stock market and you have investors, people like me and you, who have a little bit of extra cash and you want to invest and you become a shareholder in one of these companies by, by your investment, you want the most investment, hmm. and you're gonna you're gonna look the other way. Yeah, but it's a, a difference. It's a difference between making five hundred billion and two hundred and fifty billion, right? I mean, rich is rich. Uh, I don't know. It's it's that's crazy. Doesn't make sense to me. Doesn't make sense. And don't I don't use the cloud for anything. You guys, the company that I work for now, we don't. It's against our IT policy. Somebody in the chat said, uh, "Crime and punishment." Seems like everything's up there in the cloud, anyways. I don't know why we even need storage. No, I don't put anything in the cloud. Nada, nothing. Put it all up there, man. I trust them, man. Yeah, they're gonna hack into you and get your. I sex don't know what else. <laughs> my sex. You tape. and you and Kim Kardashian. <laughs> if you watch my sex tape, you you would fall asleep crying. There'd be a tear <laughs> coming out of your eye. I feel, my so, I feel so bad for this guy. <laughs> okay, uh, listen. This is an interesting story because we always talk about our mayor here in New York City. Long time uh, Eric Adam pal. Mm. Eric Adams is our mayor here. His longtime pal goes no. from a $30,000 a year pension. She worked for Transit, I think, in some in some former. Oh, she was a 9-11 dispatcher. Nice. She's a $30,000 a year pension to a $240,000 a year gig uh, with... <laughs> uh, the city government. Her name is Lisa White. 
and she now is the deputy commissioner of employment relations. Yeah. Now, I ask you a question. As somebody who's, <laughs> uh, what do you think about this? Um, so the first thing that comes to mind is Tish James, right? Letitia James, uh, the uh, attorney general of New York State. Uh, she wastes her time going after Trump all the time. Um, how come she hasn't gone after this guy? How come she never went after de Blasio for the $850 million that was missing from Thrive New York City? And now she won't go after this guy for, and this is not the only thing he's done. His girlfriend works for uh, that other dude, Banks, and Banks' girlfriend works for the mayor. And they're both making over like $150,000 a year. And Tish James doesn't do, doesn't do anything about it. Right. But she wants to investigate Trump. She wants to investigate Trump and Trump and Trump and Trump and Trump. She doesn't do a job. Nobody I think cares. it should be like, um, like, for example, if your investigation is going to cost over a certain amount of money, I think there should be a vote on it from your constituents. Like, do they think it's worth it? So, for example, I want to go after Trump. I want to do this. It's going to probably cost right, uh, yeah. a rough estimate $200,000, yeah. right? $2 million. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. I don't want my, my I don't want my tax dollars going to that. I, yeah. th I think that should be held up to a vote. I agree. Um, I agree. And and you know and, they had to sign a waiver because if she had a if she had a, a city pension, they had to mm -hmm. sign a waiver to let her back on the books. So they signed a waiver and they let her on the books, and now she's making you know five times, ten times as much as she was making before. God bless you, man. You know what? I love nepotism, man. That that's what makes the world go around. I'm like, yo. <laughs> it's who you know, man. Get better uh, friends. Get better nice. friends, son. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, I, I wouldn't be if it. Listen, if it wasn't for nepotism, I wouldn't be. Nah, I'm kidding. It's a joke. Anyway. Listen, did you did, have you seen the conditions of the so the Jacob Reese houses is one housing project that was on the news. Um, Eyewitness News did a special on them about a week and a half ago about these people and they were crying. They were living in squalor. The woman, one woman goes in her tub to take a bath, but she uses a bucket instead of the tub because mm. it's decrepit. I mean, and NYCHA has not been investigated by Tish James. How? They get yeah, billions yeah. of dollars from the federal government. Don't and get it. these they people live in filth and squalor and nobody they does anything. For them, they have an idea of what they want to spend the, the money. Marginalized on. people of the housing projects, right? Nobody. Does yeah, that, that city money. There's a lot of it spent on. Uh, this is just so you know. For example, before we even leave this story, as bad as you think this city is, where we're giving jobs to people that have no, there's really no rhyme or reason why they should get it. If you're a nine one one operator, and you said to me. We're going to make her the head of the 911. I would say, good. She knows the job. But what does she know about what? what is, uh, what's it called again? What is she? Uh, I don't know what she's doing now. She's a commissioner of something. Of, of, oh, a commissioner employee of employment. Uh, yeah. What is that job anyway, though? Employee, what does that even mean? It's, That's it's, just a, it's just a reason to give. Two hundred and forty thousand dollars to a friend of mine that I grew Make up it with. Rain. Make it rain. I would love Make to do rain. that. I would love to do that. <laughs> you would give me a two hundred forty thousand dollars a year job? Yes, I have a lot of friends that grew up. No, with no, no. That hold on a second. Good hold people. On, hold on. They deserve the you're money. You're talking about you're talking about people you grew up with. Um, they're old news. I'm talking about me. I'm your friend now. 
You oh, would give me two hundred and forty thousand yeah. a year, John? Yes, I would do it. You're lying. I would no, do you're... it if I could. I would. Why wouldn't no, you? Wouldn't. It's not my money. It's not my money. <laughs> I'm your friend. Don't forget it. Me. All right. Who do we got coming up here? What is this now? Uh, five Ooh. cops are charged after a handcuffed black man oh, was left man. paralyzed from neck down when police van made sudden stop. Officers mocked him and accused him of faking injuries. Now, here's the thing, okay? Um, this isn't the first case that we had this way. Uh, what was it? I think it was it in Baltimore? Freddie, Freddie Gray, yeah. In Baltimore, right? Mm-hmm. Back of a police van. Okay, yeah. it just that was a different. That was a little bit different circumstance. No matter what, no matter what, I want to just give this announcement out to all the police departments, everybody involved in law enforcement. If we're going to put somebody in the back of the van, we need to have a secure seat so they don't go flying around. There's no windows in that place. Strap they don't know in. when you're going to press the brakes. This is a human being that we're carrying Strap right now. In. No. Strap him Strap in, him. put him in a comfy seat, a recliner. I don't care what you do, but we can't have this kind of stuff happening. There's no windows in this back of this van. How is he supposed to know that the, the, this person is going to break soon? Everybody else in the van knows the person is going to break soon. Yeah. So it's it's. I just don't understand how we don't. It's such an easy one. It is to, to, to create a situation where if we're going to put somebody in a seat, make sure it's a seat. Mm. They're strapped into it. They got a seat belt on uh, because you got to have them cuffed, have them cuffed to something else, something in front of them so they can brace themselves. God forbid there is a freaking crash. Listen, our responsibility as police officers is to serve and protect everyone, even the bad guys. Right. You're st- if they're in your custody and control, you're responsible for their safety. Regardless of what they did, they could have been a mass murder. They could have been that that POS that killed that you know family and kidnapped that girl. If they're in your custody and control, just like George Floyd was with Derek Chauvin, you got to do something to either render aid or keep them safe or both. Right? You cannot. It's inexcusable in this day and age that that's happening. He should have been strapped in, and you know, I mean, listen, you know, you hate the Monday morning court Monday morning quarterback this stuff, but. It's simple. It's simple. Yeah, it's, it's an easy a, one. It's a simple Strap them in. Strap anyway, them in. Yeah. We're running out of time. We got to go fast. Portland store shuts down post blistering note on front door slamping, uh, slamming rampant crime city in peril. This is somebody in Portland, by the way, that's a business owner. They got robbed uh, probably five times. Uh, and this is the note they left. Reigns PDX is permanently closed. If you need assistance. With items purchased in store, there's a place to go to. And then this is what they're saying. It's a it's a sorry letter to the state of uh, Portland, uh, to the city of Portland in the state of Oregon. Thank you to all the honest and conscientious customers who have supported us, uh, a small business. But due to the constant, unrelenting criminal behavior, they had five uh, break-ins overnight into their business within the last three months. That's horrible. They couldn't sustain the amount of loss. This is a business owner, a small business owner in Portland, Oregon, where one of the states where he decided to defund the police and uh, you still won't give in. Uh, Soon, nobody is going to have a place to shop for anything. You're literally going to be living 300 years ago. Where your neighbor has to uh, grow, 
And if that's what you want, God bless you. If you want to go back, back in time. But um, 15, 15 break-ins. I mean, listen, if you make friends, if you make enemies of your police, you better make friends with your criminals, right? And that's that's what's going to have to happen because the criminals are taking over. I mean, you're defunding the police. There was uh, uh, the governor governor of uh, Connecticut. I put it on my, uh, uh, my Instagram. He's talking about taking away money from law enforcement agencies that don't want to uh, enforce stricter gun laws, right? And my question to him was, well, maybe we should take away your police protection, right? Because you want to get rid of the police. So, well, what I happens is it's it's smaller towns and jurisdictions that don't want to follow the state law. <laughs> that's what he's saying. He's like the 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 law enforcement that's there to uh, to enforce the state law. They're saying to break it. And. Uh, the state of Connecticut is a sanctuary state, right? So they're not enforcing. They don't cooperate with ICE. They don't do removal orders. Don't they worry. Don't do stuff they're like that. To, they're coming so, to you. Yeah, well. The I mean, immigrants. Listen, the immigrants. Are, they're come, the migrants are coming you to you. want to follow the law you don't want to follow the law? Which one is Air marshal sound alarm about being sent to border, demolishing our chances to stop another 9-11. Now, if you're a frequent flyer, um, We've all run into situations on flights where we can almost identify who the air marshals are. They kind of sort of incognito, but they want you to know they're not incognito. They look like um, just anti-crime in the city, you know, like they have that baseball jersey on, and then all of a sudden they're really big in cargo the front pants because they got their vest. You know, you're like, oh, I get it. You were in a regular car, an unmarked car. And in plain clothes, but you look so much like a cop. But they're not on the planes anymore. You know why? Because they're securing our border. Yeah. And yeah. what the um, what the air marshals are saying is like, this is not the job that we signed up for to protect the border or to try to start to help the flow of the border. Um. So please, uh, President Biden, get us off this detail and let us go back to doing what we we were uh, uh, what we sworn to do, which was. To be on flights. So Mary Goldstein says in the chat, it's a shame that the entire country wants to hold all police officers accountable for a few bad officers' actions, but none of the criminals are expected to take responsibility for their actions. Listen, they want to hold cops to a higher standard, right? But when a cop gets assaulted or killed, and then we say, you know, give him the chair or, you know, give him a stricter sentence, then they say, well, wait a second. They knew what they were getting into. So which one is it? Do you want to hold us to a higher standard? Because if you want to hold us to a higher standard, then if you assault or kill us, you should be punished at a higher standard, so to speak, right? So which one is it? I said it before on the show, and I'll say it again. In Spanish, we say, te va peinalo, te va a hacer rolo. You're going to comb your hair, or you're putting rollers in it. You can't do both, right? So I like that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, so. I'm not a billionaire, and I don't think you are either. But you no, think that if you finally became a billionaire, that your life would be different, right? That you would live this life and you would you would go to sleep Elon. soundly. Look at this. This is the way Elon Musk goes to sleep at night. <laughs> I don't know what this is right now. That gun, it's a it's from another planet. But it's he's like got a, a, he's got a bunch uh, of diet cokes. Like uh, and then he's got magnum. this gun. Like, it's like I don't a even know what magnum. it is. Modified 44 Magnum. 
Diet Coke, a picture of the Rev- American Revolution, and he's got a musket gun behind him. <laughs> yeah, that, that thing is probably inoperable, but just the way – is that really the way you're living as a billionaire? Don't you have – Why does billion- he have all those – my wife would kill me. Look at the nightstand with all the rings on it from the wet cans. Like, he's a billionaire. Yeah, but you know what? They probably change that nightstand every And what's week. the rope What's the rope for? They don't what's even that wash wire it. for? What's the wire for? What is she wire? under the gun? There's like wire? Oh, is that yeah, wire? Who knows? Oh, wait. No, what is that? I don't know. It looks like maybe it's, it's probably something he pulled out of his pocket before he went to sleep. <laughs> his pocket? But that freaking gun that he, he's rolling pocket. around with, look at that thing. That is like a, a magnum something or other. Uh, it would take, would k- <laughs> could kill a, like a bear or a bison in one shot. This we got is a super chat. Rolling. We got a super chat. We got a super chat. We got a super chat. Okay, let's go to the comments. Boxing MMA. Thank you, Boxing MMA. That's thank very nice. You, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Boxing MMA. Uh, shout out to Boxing MMA. Boxing Mar- MMA. Thank thanks, you. Mark and Angel. Love the show this uh, every Monday. Thank you so much. We love doing it. Uh, so, so yeah, man. If that's how you're living, don't you think there's going to be some peace once you reach a billion dollars that I don't have to? I would have. <laughs> let me tell you something. Rather than have that gun. I would have ten people just standing watch around my bed. Yeah, but you night. can't. Then, then you can't get hostile with the suspect because people are going to watch you. You need a little privacy too. I don't know. Here's an interesting right? fact because we're coming down to the end right now. I need but, privacy to get hostile with the suspect. I'm just saying. The Colorado Springs shooter came out as non-binary, non-binary, and the story just went away, evaporated into thin air. Amazing how that works. And that is from Matt Walsh, who I uh, I follow on Twitter. And uh, he's always very insightful. Isn't it interesting that the story didn't really make the cut? You know what I'm saying? Didn't turn out the way we wanted to. So uh, let's not follow this anymore. Like, we're not even talking about this guy anymore. (laughs) They won't because it doesn't fit the narrative. And listen, when it first happened and everybody was coming out, trying to pin it on each other, we spoke about this last week. It's stupid, right? Uh, Nidia Velasquez, I went at her on Twitter. Why are you trying to put the blame? Like, let's let these people at least get buried. But now, like he said, story's gone because it doesn't fit a narrative. It's crazy. Yeah. We won't hear about Absolutely. it again. Nope. Walmart bans women from riding electric car guzzling wine and Pringles can't. From... Wait, I said it wrong. I got to say this right so everybody understands exactly what Walmart bans a woman from riding in an electric cart and guzzling wine from a Pringles can. Why? Oh my God. That's wow. your whole business format. <laughs> so you're that has to k- be in Florida. That so has to be in Florida. You're going to kick everybody out of the store? <clears throat> Who's not driving around in a cart drinking wine out of a Pringles cart? And if you oh, are, yeah. why aren't you in, in Walmart? You should be there. <laughs> I love oh, Walmart, by the way, man. I went to one in Florida, man. I'd never seen anything like it. All my oh, dreams came true. Yeah. I could have lit. I could have just died in there, and I would have been happy. There would. Uh, there's uh, enough stuff in Walmart to take you through eternity. That's Between true. all that's the true. artistic stuff they got there, and yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Okay, wait. Let's let's go in the chat real quick. Wait, wait, before we do, we got one more story. Go ahead. I just want to show this. This is a, a picture from uh, Law Enforcement, which is a, a, an Instagram account. And Happy Thanksgiving from uh, FTU15. What we see here in this picture is a bunch of cops that have to work 
on Thanksgiving. And there'll be a bunch of cops that have to work on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and Thanksgiving Eve and Thanksgiving Day. And I just want to give a shout out to all those cops. We've all been through it. Angel has been through it. I've been through it. Um, it's a really, it sucks working the holidays yeah. until you get to work. And then once you get to work, you see all the other people that are screwed, just like you that have to work the holidays. And then at some <laughs> point you realize, let's just make the most out of this. Yeah. Let's yeah. just have some fun while we can. And that's a beautiful picture, man, that these people that are working on transit that night of Thanksgiving. It is. To, uh, and that's what the job is about. And for yeah. anybody who doesn't know what the job is about, that's what it's about. It's about um, putting your life on the line with uh, with another group of people that it doesn't matter what else we have in common. What we have in common is, is protecting the city. That's right. That's right. You want to go into the chat before we go? Real quick. I mean, we got some good. Uh, I, I just wanted to. So somebody was talking about Ireland here. Um, I don't know where it went, but somebody said something about Ireland. And I just wanted to make mention again, right? Because I, I bring up somber stuff, but this is important to me and my family. Um, four years ago today, my sister-in-law passed away from cancer and she passed away in Lemerick, Ireland. She lived, she was a Puerto Rican woman living in Lemerick, Ireland with her husband. And she passed away four years ago today, Diana. So, um, I love you and I miss you and for F F U K cancer. Um, so, uh, I just wanted to get that out there. That was nice. Yeah. Um, that's very, very sad. It's it's amazing the journeys that we take in this world of Puerto Rican living in Ireland. But yeah, yeah. it's interesting. She was dynamite. I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a Dominican living in Las Vegas. <laughs> That's right. Milwaukee That's civilian. Right. I got busted in college for drinking wine out of a Pringles can. I thought I was sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, uh, Pringles cans can contain. Alcohol, which I didn't—I think it was possible. A lot of people have jokes about this. Who's gonna feed the cats when you leave? Mary Goldstein wants to know. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about that. It's actually breaking my heart. The only thing that makes me feel a little bit better is that once I get there and I'm settled in, I'm gonna get two cats of my own, and maybe a dog. So um, there's two cats that I'm gonna take in. They don't know who they are yet. I don't know who they are yet, but I'm excited about it. <laughs> but. Um, what do you want to close out with, Angel? You got anything? That's it. I gave it. That was it. My uh, my sister-in-law in, uh, uh, in remembrance of her. Um, that's how I'll close it out. I'll leave it, I'll leave it with that. I got two things. One of them, I run the banner. It's for our Patreon. I always forget to do this. But uh, if you enjoy the show and you're not a member of our Patreon, uh, Patreon yet and you want to support us, please, uh, patreon.com, police off the cuff. We appreciate it all. We really, really love you for it. Um, and we also have the YouTube membership. And also, uh, Friday night. Is it Friday? No, Saturday night, December 3rd. I'm going to be at... Uh, well, let me take the banner off here. Okay, where am I going to be? Portobello. Portobello, 175 Ramapo Valley Road in Oakland, New Jersey. So that's where I'm going to be. We're doing a fundraiser for the Hawthorne Cubs. And uh, the Hawthorne Cubs is uh, it's a sports team. 
I think it's a, I think it's a youth football team, but okay. I had a chance to pick the lineup and I can't tell you, man, but, uh, Jackie Byrne, uh, Jeffrey Paul and hosting is, uh, Rich Carucci with me headlining. You can't get a better lineup, man. These people are all really, really funny. We're going to slap the shit out of them that night. So if you live in New Jersey around Ramapo, uh, well around Oakland, New Jersey, and, uh, and you want to come, uh, Portobello's, 175 Ramapo Valley Road, Oakland, New Jersey. And that's the show I'm going to be doing this Saturday night. Yep. And um, other than that, I just want to say thank you for the people that tuned in tonight. Um, Check I'm me excited. out. Twitter and Instagram, Big Rican Man. Go ahead. You're excited. Yeah, you're, no, Big Rican Man is always posting stuff and really interesting stuff. And uh, he's got an Thank opinion, you. and I always agree with it. Most of the time, I agree with it. Ninety nine percent, ninety nine point nine percent, I agree. Nobody's with it. nobody's perfect, Mark. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, so have a good night, folks. I'm gonna watch some Monday Night Football. Peace. Bye. Bendiciones. Later. <laughs>